have you ever wanted to guest on a podcast like this one that you're listening to right now? Well, you can. You can definitely do this by visiting a website called Podmatch, where you can sign up and be available for all different types of podcasts that you can guest on. Or you can even search for a podcast and say, I want to I want to guest on your podcast. I think we'd be a good match. So if you want to do this, you can go to our unique link, which is joinpodmatch.com forward slash reality. And you can sign up and do exactly that. And you can find us and you can guest on our podcast. So again, that unique link is www.joinpodmatch.com. That's J-O-I-N-P-O-D-M-A-T-C-H.com forward slash reality, R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A. And you can be a guest on our podcast. Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we're going to be discussing Love is Blind After the Altar Season 4. I'm very excited for this because obviously we weren't podcasting at the time that Season 4 was on. Um... This was probably one of the best seasons, in my honest opinion, just with the drama, and I loved it. So I'm happy to be finally talking about this season. I might be putting some of my early thoughts into this a little bit, just because we weren't podcasting on these guys at all. So I'm very excited for this. So... We're going to be jumping right into it. This is going to be one episode. We're covering all three episodes in the one. So let's just jump right into it. Love is Blind After the Altar, Season 4, Episode 14, the one-year anniversary. So we're back in Seattle, guys, and we see Tiffany and Brett. Very first couple we see, of course, if we remember, they did... Um, I can't remember exactly who moved. I think it was Tiffany. They live in Portland. And right off the bat, guys, I have to say, this was the couple for me and Ava. We loved them both. Kind of put them on the level of Lauren and Cameron. This was the couple we were all rooting for. So I'm very happy to see that they're happily married. So not much else here. I mean, there's not a whole lot of drama with Brett and Tiffany, obviously, because they're happy and in love. But, you know, <laughs> so now we're with Bliss and Zach. Again, this was another couple that I was rooting for. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people were on the fence with Zach and I do understand that, but I think for me, because I live in a world of lawyers, as we have mentioned, we are we work in the law industry. He's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with him. He's not he's quirky, but a lot of lawyers are very quirky and have a very different personality. So it there's nothing wrong with him. Um he can be odd at times, but again, two really isn't. Um, I don't think anyone should be talking badly about someone who is just a little different. And he made it very clear as to why he is the way he is. Yes, maybe it's a tasteful to make jokes about pros- uh, a stripping when your mom was a stripper, sure, but that's his way of getting through things. I liked Zach. I liked Zach with Bliss. 
don't understand why he even tried with Serena. But yeah, they were rooting for them. So I'm very happy to see that they too are happy. So we see them in a doctor's office and we see like someone's getting shots. I was very confused. What is happening? You're actually thinking, are they trying to get pregnant? Is she taking fertility medication? Like what's happening here? No, no, none of that. It's allergy shots because he's allergic to her dog and her cat. It got so bad that they actually had to ship her pets away to, I think her parents like or her father. I can't remember exactly which one. Um, while he dealt with what he's dealing with. So he's now taking these allergy shots to help with his allergies, which is very sweet. And now I think they have moved in the dog and they're going to be moving the cat in at some point as well. So now we're with Chelsea and Kwame. Initially, anyways. Okay, so here's my thing. Because again, we've not talked about these couples from our perspective. We're going to do very quickly. I did like Chelsea before she was with Kwame. I liked Chelsea a lot. I thought she was a strong woman, went after what she wanted. And I also still think all of those things. She is strong. She goes after what she wants. And she was also kind of no bullshit girl. I liked that about her. But then when she was with him, there was a shift that I didn't like. I don't, it's hard for me to explain but for some reason, I don't know, maybe it's more because of him that I don't like. I don't know. I think between both me and Ava, we actually said he very much reminded us of SK, giving us that vibe. And obviously the difference between Kwame and SK is Kwame actually got married. SK didn't. Um, and SK cheated. As far as we know, Kwame hasn't. So it, there obviously are differences, but for some reason, it was just those vibes we got from him. And I also didn't like that he, which I know there was explanations about this, but didn't like the fact that he was trying to, you know, not be him, pretending his name wasn't what it was and stuff like that. Now, I do understand that the reason he did that was if you say your name is Kwame, People are going to instantly know you're African. I totally get it. Saying your name is Alex kind of changes that a little bit. I get it. But I think once that thought was in my mind, I couldn't get it out. So, yeah. And sorry if my voice sounds horrible, but <laughs> okay. I'm trying to clear it out, hopefully doing it when not recording. <laughs> so hopefully it can sound a little better. But anyway, yeah, so that kind of bothered me. So I feel like the certain parts of Kwame, I think that's maybe what made me start to dislike her a little bit. And then I think also that whole photo shoot situation does also put a really bad taste in my mouth. And that was clearly her idea. So I was just, I don't know, didn't really, didn't really like them. I, I love that they worked and that they made it work. I just didn't like them. So I'm not very excited to see them <laughs> as a couple. I'm just not, I really didn't care about them. This is me. Everyone's probably different, but my perspective, I just didn't care. But anyway, so we see them. And then we see Zach and Bliss, they're coming. Also, they're at this like baseball arena thing. Um, they say that the couples are very close, um, especially 
I think when they meant like the couples, they meant them, Zach, Bliss, Chelsea, Kwame. They're so close, however, that when they travel together, they'll actually share a hotel room with each other. Um, that's very weird. Where's the privacy? You're both newlyweds. Both couples are newlyweds here. Let's just put it out there. Where's the privacy? Like, it's very weird to me, but hey, anyway, who am I? Anyway, after all that, they go up to bat. I don't know. (laughs) Not bat. Pitchers thing. I don't do sports, guys, if you could not tell. Anyway, Chelsea throws the pitch and cool, cool, cool. Moving on. Now we're with Micah and Paul's mom. So they're still friends. <laughs> they're close. They barely talk every day. Um, Micah has officially moved to Seattle, guys. She moved, I think she was in Arizona, right? She moved out of Arizona. His mom loves her. Loves her. And she says, listen, boys are stupid. <laughs> Even her son. I think if his mom could have her own way, they would be together. And basically his mom says, like, I don't care if he has issues with the friendship. Like, I'm we're gonna keep talking, basically. So then Micah brings up that she's not angry that he felt that she couldn't that he couldn't see her as a mother. If you remember this comment that he made and that he actually still stood by it in the reunion. Um, she doesn't feel angry about it. Um, she doesn't agree with it. And that's exactly, I think, the right response. You can't change his opinion. Although I don't, I personally don't agree with his opinion. No one really, you can't. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say as an example. Could anyone have seen any person on the Jersey Shore as a parent? And I'm going to mainly speak on Nicole here because I know a lot of hate has come her way since becoming a mother. Let's remember, she's been a mom for 10 years now. She's gotten a lot of hate come her way over the years. And of course, you couldn't see her being a mother because she would drink a lot or, you know, get drunk couldn't find the beach kind of situation, right? But she is a mother. And I see her as a mother now. And she seems to be a great mom. She does a lot of stuff for her kids. So to make a comment like that about somebody, how can you say that when she is not currently a mother and everyone walks a different path? Like maybe someone could see me as a mother because I basically saw my brother grow up. We are, it's a huge age gap between me and him. Um, so maybe because I went through something very differently that maybe somebody else has who hasn't experienced that or just not even have anything to do with that. Like you can't make comments like that. Like, and I just, I personally don't see where he's getting that from. I think how she acted wasn't great, but he didn't see any of that at the time. So I just don't understand where he's getting that from, you know? Anyway, let's move on past that. Um, so then we find out here that his mom tells Micah that he is talking to someone. In her opinion, mom's opinion, he was happy with Micah and it was completely unmatched. So I don't know if mom's going to accept the new girl. I don't know. Um, He has apparently said to Micah that he still loves her. So he's still kind of holding on to her. In a, in a sense, and we'll get a little more into this as the episodes go on, but yeah. 
So next, we see Jackie and Josh and Iroh. I don't give a fuck. I just don't. I don't like Jackie. I think she is, how she treated Marsha was absolutely shitty. That's not to dislike, to ignore what he said to her. That wasn't cool either. But my God, and I don't like Josh. I think he's, he's too much for me. I don't like him. So yeah. Um, but we do see them. They say they're moving in together. I still don't care. So let's move on. Um, (laughs) Paul and mom, we see them together now. She's showing him how to make gumbo. So he's making gumbo. She tells him, you know, the reason that you have to stir the gumbo clockwise is because you need to ward away all of the bad energy, the bad juju, and that's why you do it. That bad juju is basically that energy that could cause a hurricane. You better stir that shit clockwise. Just stir that shit clockwise, you know? Anyway, so he does talk about the new girl. Of course, we never know who this new girl is. Um, Mom is really pushing Micah on him in this moment. He says that Micah wanted to stop dating. It was her who stopped it because, as we know from the reunion, he did mention that he did go to Arizona to see her and that she was the one that said she didn't want to date him. And apparently that the reason she said that was because they weren't living in the same city, same state, uh, and that they could try dating again once she was living in the same place as him. That's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, I don't know why she would have said that. And why this was never brought up at the reunion. But anyway, um, his mom basically says, you know what? You just got to beg for her, basically. It's basically what she says. Like, do what you got to do. Beg for your girl back. (laughs) He let her go, though, you know? Anyway, so we're back with Chelsea and Kwame. And she looks really good in this dress that she was wearing. Um, Of course, it's pink. But anyway, so we're with all the couples now. They're going to go for dinner. So we see Zach and Bliss, um, Brett and Tiffany, Chelsea and Kwame. Apparently, Zach still sings pretty much every day to Bliss. Okay. Um, They do talk about Kwame and Chelsea not traveling Obviously, this was something, again, brought up in the season. He said this was very important to him traveling. This, this for me, pissed me off at the moment. But I do get, like, wanting to create new memories with each other. Maybe that's not being as easy um, with the job that she had, at least at the time. Um, But, I don't know. I think, like, you do what you gotta do. Everyone has vacation time. You book your vacation time. You travel once a year. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Um, that's just me, personally. But anyway, she does say, though, that she recognizes the sacrifice that he made in order to be with her. And I'm like, okay, but then who? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. I know for some people traveling is very important. That's fine. But if you have a job, that's important. It's bringing in the money. Like, if you don't have that job and you don't fucking travel, you know what I mean? That's what I'm getting at. You can't travel if you don't have the money. So what's more important, the money or the traveling? That's You got to pick your battle. That's how I feel. But I do like that she recognizes his sacrifice and cool. Anyway, moving on. So the ruse that we have here in order to bring all of the cast members who will be there together, we're going to be doing something for Chelsea's birthday. And they're going to be doing like this 
basically they're playing flag football. It's described very weirdly here by Zach, but they're going to be doing flag football. And after flag football, they're going to party afterwards. So that's basically it. That's the end of the first After the Altar episode. We're going to take a break here. And then when we come back, we're going to be jumping into the next episode. Do you want to spice up your love life? Well, you can make that happen by going to Love Shop, where you can get sorts of different things, whether it's for both you and your partner, or just for yourself. For solo play, you can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need, like lingerie, or protection, or even just something to make it a little more fun, like games or novelty things. You can do all of this by going to Love Shop, and you can use our unique coupon code, REALITYT2, to get 10% on anything your hearts desire. So that's loveshop.ca, L-O-V-E-S. H-O-P dot C-A and use our unique coupon code REALITY2 that's R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A and the number 2. So we're back and we're going to jump into the next episode. Episode 15. Moving in and moving on. So we see my favorite man from the entire season, besides Brett, <laughs> Marshall, and he's with his new girlfriend. Her name is Shay, and we have briefly talked about her um, in, I can't remember which episode it was, but we did talk about the girlfriend very briefly. Um, anyway, they're meeting up with Tiffany and Brett, because of course they are. Because if you remember, Marshall and Brett are very, very close from the pods. Um, like Marshall attended the wedding uh, for Tiffany and Brett. So they're very close. Um, so Marshall, he says he's happy. He's been with his new girl for a year now. Marshall says that Tiffany and Brett put black love on a pedestal. And the reason I wrote this down as a black girl myself, it's very great to see black love. And this is not to put anything on any other type of love, but it's so good to see this. And when you see people like Brett and Tiffany who really show what black love looks like, and just in general, what love looks like, they're doing it right. And they that's something that I would love to see in my own relationship, you know? Not to say that my relationship is bad or anything, because it's not. I love my relationship, but it, it really shows, like, that's what it should look like. And it's not to say they're perfect or anything. That's not it. It's just, it's such a beautiful thing to see. Um, so that's why I wrote that down. I wanted to broadcast that because I fully um, agree with him. So Marshall says he wants to spend his life with Shay, and we kind of find out here too that we're not 100% sure if Josh and Jackie will be in attendance at this flag football party thing. Anyway, so now we are with Micah and Shelby. Do we remember Shelby? I'm so happy to see her. I think she becomes a permanent fixture on the show now because we do see her later on as well um at the at the party um and then they we have to see them like buying flowers and whatnot and then they go sit down and then who walks in but arena Ugh. i don't think i need to say if we remember arena i think we do so Arena says she's working on herself before she thinks of dating anybody. Good fucking idea, ma'am. Good, great idea. You do that. 
Micah says that she saw Paul just the other night. She tells the girls that he is talking to somebody else now. And she says here that he probably unintentionally is not allowing her to move on. I 100% agree. Because if you're holding on to somebody, you're really moving on to somebody else or attempting to move on to somebody else. You're not allowing her to do the same because she's holding on to this hope that you two will get back together, you know? So I don't think he's doing it intentionally. I don't think he's a bad guy. He isn't. Um, I did, I actually did like Paul. Like, I, I don't think he's a bad guy, but he's just not aware of what he's doing and how that's affecting her. I actually like Micah now too. I didn't like, I actually really did like her outside of the pods, because I think with Arena, she was really not a great person. So I really did like her away from Arena. And seeing her here with Arena, after this fact, she does really seem to be a better person. I think she really did learn from whatever nonsense she was going with. Um, I think me and Ava really did talk about the fact that um, at the time watching the, the season that Micah was maybe this kind of girl who mimics people around her. And because Arena is a kind of person who is mean to others because she has her own insecurities, that's what Micah was mirroring. And then when she was with Paul, and Paul is this very calm presence, very reserved, that's then what she ends up doing. She mirrored, mirrored him. I don't think she means to do that, but I think unfortunately she doesn't have her own identity. And again, when we saw her with Shelby, um, when Shelby was meeting Paul, she mirrored Shelby, you know, like, I don't see her doing that now, which is really good. Um, so now we're with Jackie, and I think, say her name wrong, I think it's Cassia, although I want to say Cassia, but I don't think that's right. I think it's Cassia. She was one of the pod mates, um, they're meeting up. Apparently, they're very close. And Cassia will be at this party. Jackie will be there, and so will Josh. So, Cassia was the girl, if we remember the mention of um, Marshall saying that he did go on a date with somebody. It was her. It was Cassia. Cassia says that she wasn't expecting him to bring up her name at the reunion. Well, honey, I think you're 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 twisting things here. The only reason that he brought you up is because Jackie did. Jackie didn't name drop you. Marshall did, but that's why he probably wouldn't have brought you up at all if Jackie didn't bring you up to begin with. So, um. She says that they did not just go on one date because, again, Marshall mentioned at the reunion that he only went on this one date with her. She says that it was a little more than that. So I don't know. I don't know who's telling the truth here. I'm not sure. Maybe to her it was more. Maybe to him it wasn't as much as that. I don't know. We won't really know because we don't really see Marshall and Cassia talk. I think that was a missed opportunity. I think we should have seen them talk. But anyway, that's basically all we got from that. So Bliss and Amber meet up. Do we remember Amber? Amber was the other potential for Paul. Okay? Because if you remember, Paul was talking, for the most part, with Amber and Micah. We find out from Amber that she is meeting a guy she's been talking to who lives in San Diego, and she's actually planning to move to San Diego. I I don't think that they're actually dating, they're just talking, but I do do I do. Amber has no regrets with Paul. She thinks that they were meant to be together, so 
it is what it is there. So we are now with Chelsea and, and Kwame. They're at her aunt's home. All her family is there. We see her mom, her aunts, whoever else we've met before. Kwame's siblings are also here. I'm ecstatic. I love his sister. Um, so we also find out here, which we didn't know before, this is very interesting. His parents left Nigeria when he was only six months old. He was practically raised by his siblings um, and his uncle. His uncle raised them as well. Um, but the only constant he's had is his siblings his whole life. That is crazy to me, but it happens. It's not unusual. They go and they establish themselves and they bring the kids after. It's totally normal. Um, he said that he didn't meet his parents until he was eight years old. Here was this woman coming to hug him and he didn't know who she was really. So that is, it's crazy though. It's, it's good to see though that besides all of that, okay, he went his first eight years of life without knowing his parents, that he was still able to establish this really good relationship with his mom because he did mention when he was with Chelsea during the season that he had a very close relationship with his mom, him not accept her not accepting this process really threw him. So it's really good to see that they really did develop a good relationship despite that. And I think here too, I don't think this was ever mentioned um, between me and Ava or elsewhere this man applied to be unmarried for sight, as we all know. I don't know what his mom would have accepted more, if anything. I don't think we would have ever seen her if he actually did make it unmarried at first sight. But anyway, so that's basically it for them. So we see Josh and Jackie. They are at their new apartment. Everything this man says to her, I'm just disgusted. I don't understand why she's with him. He's an asshole to her. And she takes it. She loves it. I think even Borderline loves it. This is where she's comfortable in. The whole point of you being on the show of Love is Blind is to get out of the patterns that you are normally in and be with somebody different, potentially even better. Instead, she just kind of went back into her old ways. And she's with the guy that she would normally be with who is an asshole to her. That's all she knows. It's, it's sad to me on that front, but again, like she had a good thing with Marshall. She just couldn't allow herself to accept that good thing. I mean, hell, the writing was on the walls when she started crying um, in that first week when they were, where were they? Mexico? I can't remember where they went to after the pods, but um. The writing was on the walls of where that was going to head, but it, it, I don't know. Anyway, they like their apartment. Moving on. So it's the day of the flag football, the party. We're doing flag football, obviously, first. We see two different teams. We have Team Purple, who is the pod squad, and we have Team Gold, that is Golden Gobs. So. Actually, I actually said here that we don't see Shelby at the football. We actually did see Shelby at the football. And I wrote down, okay, so Shelby is just a part of the cast now. It's fine. That's how it is. But that's how it ends this episode. Um, we're going to take a ton, a ton, a little break here. And then when we come back, we're going to jump into the next episode. Okay, so we're back. We're going to jump into the final episode, episode 16, Settling Scores. So I'm going to just fly through this a little bit. Part of this had to be re-recorded because God forbid I have a choking session. Uh, anyway, those darn coughs. Anyway, so... We find out here that Amber, well, Amber's talking to Paul, and we find out here that Paul may be possibly moving to San Diego as well. 
It's not confirmed. It's not. It's in the works, I'm assuming. I don't know. Curious to know if the girl he's talking to is actually in San Diego. We don't know. We have never heard much about her. So Chelsea and Micah, they're talking. And Chelsea tells Micah that she doesn't think that her person is in Seattle. And that they're probably somewhere in like Brazil. So I'm going to quickly go through this because I don't really want to repeat everything I said. But I didn't like this. I felt like if Chelsea, you're not secure in your relationship with your husband, then that's a fucking problem that you two need to be dealing with. He chose you. He didn't choose Micah. Mind you, Micah didn't choose him. And that's again the thing. Micah didn't choose Kwame. She broke up with Kwame in the pods. So, really? At the end of the day, he chose you. He said yes to you on the wedding day. So, what's the problem here? Really, Drew, there was a problem here. Micah should be allowed to be in the city where her family is and not be thinking about you guys. She's not here for you. She's not here for him. She's here for herself. She, that's it. When she's good and ready, she's going to start dating, but she's not going to be dating your husband. And fuck, if that does happen, then that was never the one for you. Like, you know what I mean? He's trying to tell me that Seattle isn't big enough for the both of you. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. This is partly why I don't like her anymore. She just became this person that I just didn't see initially. I didn't like it. But anyway, I'm not going to go too much into the whole football game thing because I don't care. Um, I think at one point, Chelsea like ripped one of her um, Micah's flags off, which she was very happy with. And whatever, get over yourself, ma'am, because she has. Anyway, the pot squad won. Now it's party time. We see Marshall. He gets there and he actually does say hello to Josh. I was very surprised to see him do that. I was, he's the bigger person at the end of the day. Marshall does pull Jackie aside and they're going to talk and Marshall apologizes for anything he, he may have done. He feels like he really did pressure her. So that's very good to see that he is reflecting on what he saw. And because I do think that there were times that maybe he was pressuring her, but she just didn't handle herself well. I think that's part of the problem. I think I think any person, if they sense someone is slipping away, that's the reaction they do. So anyway, Jackie doesn't have any issues with him. Obviously, the breakup was very messy, but she does apologize. She tells him she really did like him, and they're good, and they hug. I'm very happy to see this. I still don't like her but I'm happy for him that he gets the closure that he really did want at the reunion. So he has it now. She has her closure that I think she deserves to have. And yeah, I do wonder if they, Josh and Jackie were not at the reunion physically because Josh didn't want to go. I feel like this girl will do whatever Josh wants. And we kind of see that happen here. So we see here people mimicking Marshall's facial expressions because apparently he's expressive. Well, yes, I think that runs in the family. If you watch Bachelor or Bachelorette, you'll know what I mean here, because obviously we are talking about Josh, um, his cousin. But again, unless you watch the show, especially the show um, Katie Thurston's season, which was the first time we saw Josh, um, just chef's kiss with the expressions. He was great. Anyway, so um, Irina and Amber, they talk. This was fucking, <laughs> Irina hasn't learned. This is, this is what it showed. Um, so I guess Irina apologizes for her, like, horribly handling 
or just her horrible behavior. I say it that way because it really wasn't an apology. It was like, I'm sorry, but type situation. She says her actual words here is, I think I didn't know you were crying. What? (laughs) I, seeing it from her standpoint, her crutching behind the, the counter, you can clearly tell Amber was crying. And either way, whether you think or you didn't know she was crying, it doesn't mean anything. You still did what you did. You were still eavesdropping to get information. And I'm disappointed to not see Micah apologize because Micah was the one who initiated it to begin with. Maybe we just didn't see it. Maybe it did happen. I don't know. But anyway. Amber says, you know what? I don't care. Let's just move on. Do better. (laughs) Yep. So now Micah and Paul are talking. She tells him that she is very confused, obviously, when it comes to this girl. Um, He understands the confusion. He kind of says, you know, like, you can be with someone else kind of situation. But in the next breath, he kind of also says, like, I'm always going to have feelings. You know? Which is where the confusion comes from. And she does say to him that I think in order for me to be able to move on, we can be friends. At least for now. Um, and again, he seems to kind of leave that door open to her. That's confusing. It's very confusing. I think a lot of us have been through similar things. Just let me go. You can't have me and her. If you want her, have her. If you want me, then get rid of her and be with me. Let's work on it. You can't have it both ways. I think that door needs to be firmly, at least on Micah's side, nailed shut. We find this new woman coming forth. Her name is Monica. I didn't know who Monica was. But then we very quickly find out who Monica is. Monica is the woman who Josh proposed to in the pods. Because obviously, as we know from all these seasons, we don't see every single person who ends up getting engaged in this. We don't see every single person who ends up getting um, married in this. We only see a very a handful of, of them. So Josh was one that we just didn't see. He didn't make the cut. That's unfortunate, though. I would have loved to see it. Personally, I think that would have been dramatic, but Anyway, um, we actually do see a clip here of him um, proposing to Monica and how fucking awkward the aftermath of this was. Monica says that she got engaged to a psycho. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Jackie and Monica, they actually were very close with each other. Apparently, when Monica announced that they were engaged, because it was her who kind of started this whole thing, that's kind of when the changes with Jackie and Monica started. She thinks that maybe Josh and Jackie didn't want that out, which is very confusing to me. Like, who cares, really? You guys aren't together. But so Jackie and Monica, they sit and they talk. And Jackie is hurt. Jackie says her story should have been told, but she says that she was being messy. I don't remember Monica, okay? I don't know Monica, but looking at Monica here in this moment, she doesn't come across as messy. So why would her coming out and saying things be messy? We're going to get a little insight here, and it's absolutely stupid. Um, Monica doesn't give a shit about Josh. No, ma'am, I don't either. I think in this moment, I noticed in this moment, personally, I think Josh is stopping Jackie from being friends with Monica. Because apparently they all got along. They all would hang out, including Josh. 
Um, but I do feel like Josh is the reason only because of Jackie's reactions here. She's very emotional. She's crying. She's not really saying what the problem is because I think for Jackie, there is no problem. I think the problem lies with Josh. Um, so Monica says, you know what? Bring Josh over here. I don't feel comfortable talking to him one-on-one anyways. Um, so bring him over here. Let's talk. So Josh basically comes over and he says to Monica that she's clout chasing. (laughs) My typical saying here in this moment would be pot meat kettle. Are you kidding me? She's the clout chaser who came into the situation after the engagements and was basically drawing all of the attention away from everybody else. You did, Josh. But yeah, she's the cloud chaser. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't know who Monica is in this moment. Obviously, I know you were engaged. I know this. But I didn't know to who. It was very confusing for me. I didn't remember who she was um, at the time because I do vaguely remember hearing who it was that he married or, sorry, proposed to. But I don't remember her in this moment watching the show. I didn't know who she was. So how is she cloud chasing? How is she successfully cloud chasing? If I don't fucking know who she is, I don't know if anyone else really remembered who she was um, prior to finding out she was the one you proposed to. I'm, what? Yeah, I know who the fuck you are, but she's cloud chasing. Okay. Makes sense. And I wrote in this moment, Josh is an asshole because again, he is not allowing her to talk. I can't stand men or women who don't allow each other to, to get their um their thoughts out and to do just talk over me, which means you're not fucking listening. All you're thinking about is what I'm what you're gonna say even before I say what I'm gonna say. You're already thinking of response to nothing. You know what I mean? It's I don't like it. She says, how do you deal with him every day? She says, it's Jackie. I would also like to know the answer because I couldn't, I wouldn't deal with somebody like him. She says that he is a six-year-old. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jackie basically walks out at this moment and I don't think she's walking out on Monica or even walking out on Josh. I think she just needs to get away and get her own thoughts in, in order. I actually really did feel for Jackie in this moment. So, um, Jackie says that this is drama. I think she's actually saying that Josh is the drama, which, yeah, he is, but you chose him. So, they decide to leave at this point. So, I mean, not much else really happens here in this, um, in this episode, the, the final episode, we, you know, we do see each couple again at the end, and we see, um, you know, Brett and Tiffany are they're packing up, going home. Um, we see Bliss and Zach; they're traveling. What I didn't really mention throughout is they were going to be traveling to Europe. Um, I think it's her father who was actually paying for the trip. I can't remember; I might be wrong. But we do see them in uh, traveling in Europe. I can't remember where they were initially their first stop, but that's where they were doing. So we see that. Chelsea and Kwame, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember what happened with them after. Um, They lived happily ever after at the end. I don't know. But that's basically it for Love is Blind after the altar. We did see a sneak peek of season five, which again, we're getting at the end of the month. Of course, we're covering it. I'm super excited for this. Our first coverage of of Love is Blind. I'm excited for it. So we will be, we'll be talking about that when the time comes, but that's it for season four for all of these couples forever. (laughs) So if you like what you heard, please follow, 
Reality Tea Times 2 on any of your favorite podcast apps so that you don't miss a single episode. Please make sure you also share the podcast with everyone in your life. You can also rate and review us on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to us on YouTube at Reality Tea Times 2. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by following us on either Facebook, Instagram, or threads at Reality Tea Times 2. You can also email us at Reality Tea Times 2 at hotmail.com. We have a website where you can listen to all of these episodes, as well as get links to our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube pages. And that is at Reality Tea Times 2.aludu.com. All of that information will be in our show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye. Have you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsends for me. Also with the Ludo, you can create clips, you can do your ads, thus like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by clicks of buttons. You can also use Aludu to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Aludu by using our unique link, which you can find on our show notes, just down there at the bottom at the show notes. And you can get access to an easy software.